Welcome to This is 65, an interview show featuring inspiring stories from accomplished professionals. I am your host, Erin Ackenheil, and this is brought to you by Blackpoint Insurance, where we help Medicare beneficiaries learn about the A, B, C's, and D's of Medicare, and we help agents and brokers nationwide learn to launch, grow, and retain their businesses. Let's get this show started. Hello and welcome to This is 65. My name is Erin Ackenheil and I am so excited to bring my guest on today, Diane Hedizian. She is a CEO of her own company, Declarity, and she'll tell you a little bit about what she does there. But the crux of the conversation we're going to have today is about something called the Wisdom Study. And Diane is so passionate and has educated me and got me so motivated to bring her on the show and get you guys interested in everything that she has to talk about. The wisdom study is all about breast cancer detection, prevention, potentially treatment options down the road, and really figuring out through this study, what's the best way to detect illnesses early. I was shocked to find that one in eight women, one in eight of you out there is going to experience breast cancer in their lifetime. That is a staggering statistic. And even if it doesn't happen to you, and I hope it doesn't, the chance that it happens to a close family member or a relative or a neighbor or friend is really, really high. And if there was a way you could do something that could help prevent that or detect it early and treat it, I know you'd want to be a part of that. And so you're going to love Diane. I'm going to welcome her on without further ado. But what you're going to see is, uh, is the passion that she brings to, to this is going to be amazing. And you're going to love that uh, there's something you can do to make a difference. So Diane, welcome. Hi, Erin. Hi. Thank I'm, you so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm so glad you were able to join today. And Diane, I mean... I never have been so excited in my life to discuss something so serious as breast cancer, right? You know, and just the, the whole idea behind it. And um, I think it's amazing that all my listeners out there can provide feedback, comments, and can be here. We are live right now. We're live on YouTube. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. So for those of you who are out there listening, you can actually do a comment. Uh, right in the meeting and I can bring it up. Give us a hi, give us a like, show us that you're here and you can see us. That will always be helpful. Diane is also willing and capable and able uh, to take your questions as we go. So if something comes up where you're curious, uh, I can take that presentation, that question and give it to Diane and she can kind of handle it right on the spot. So uh, Diane, you're incredible. So before we jump into the wisdom study, just tell me a little bit about Declarity, what your role is there, what's your background Uh, out there in the world. Tell me about yourself. (laughs) So for the last 40 years, um, I have been um, founding first and then running uh, Declarity, which is a life science digital communications agency. Well, what is that? So what we do is we help the uh, pharmaceutical, biotech, medical device, and um, medicine in any way, visualize and explain the science of what they do, whether it's with 3D animation of how a drug works in the body or at the molecular level in the body, uh, whether it's a video 
uh, a clinical trial website where we are encouraging women to join a study. Um, anything that has to do with medicine, uh, we do the visuals and the writing and we make it, we bring it down to a lay language we're translators, okay? Right, exactly. Because even, even doctors, believe it or not, do not understand all of this. Um, they've gra been graduated many years ago, and this is all new science. Right. It's amazing so, what's available and the information. So would you say that your work is both patient-facing for education and provider, and you're kind of providing all those tools to essentially translate the foreign language of science to the layperson. Exactly. And also investors, because CEOs of these startup companies need to explain it to the people to even get their company started. So right, to be able to finance the operation. Yeah. Yeah. With the web web uh, audiences are very broad these days. Right. Exactly. Well it's such important work, Diane, as people kind of listen in and figure these things out, right? Because um, the work you're doing is so important. And as much as it's related to healthcare and educating, I, I know you're really a passionate advocate for the wisdom study. And that's a little bit different. Can you tell me just how did you get involved with the wisdom study and kind of at a high level what that's all about? Sure, sure. So I'm a four-time breast cancer survivor. Over the last 20 years, literally, um, 20 years of my life has been dealing with breast cancer. Um, so you say, well, how can you get it four times and still be alive? Well, um, I am a research patient and policy breast cancer advocate because I am one of the lucky ones. I have seen a lot of my uh, friends and advocate colleagues not make it. So I have felt the calling to do whatever I could in my life to make the situation better for, for the people who would come after me uh, in terms of treatment, the whole healthcare system to improve it, to bring better medicines to the clinic so that more women survive. And as relates to wisdom, um, to make... Uh, diagnosis, and uh, we don't call it prevention because that puts guilt on people. Right. You cannot prevent all breast cancers. Right. You can reduce your risk, and we will talk about that. But um, so I, I wanted to make it better for other, mostly women. Some men do get breast cancer. Um, so this really over the years has become a big part of my life. And it's a wonderful thing when your work and your life merge, right. even in a negative concept like this, right? Breast right. cancer. It just is like, you know, the universe is speaking to you. You have no question what should get you up in the morning. Right. I always loved my work. But guess what? I used to be afraid of science. When I <laughs> went to college and my university required me to take two science courses, here's what I took, geology and astronomy. 
No, oh my gosh. And look me. what you're doing now, right? That's right. <laughs> so it's all self-taught and I'm passionate about it because yeah. it touches me. Right. And it, it really touches each and every one of us. And that's why I really wanted to have you on today because you are really passionate and there really is a lot each of us as individuals can do. Just wanted to share with you, Diane, we're getting likes, we're getting some hellos, you know, people are saying hi. So if you hear us out there and you're participating, give us a like, throw Diane some love. She's going to get started on a great presentation of information about the wisdom study. But if you have questions, ask them. I know people are passionate about attending today. We had a lot of response and it's all about the fact that you have all experienced this in your lives. I have a close family member that had breast cancer last year. You hear Diane, four-time survivor. I mean, my goodness, right? I mean, and this is what's happening out there. Uh, it's so common and it's unlikely that any of you listening won't have this either touch yourself or someone really important in your life. So ask questions, uh, throw a like, throw a love uh, and appreciate the work that Diane is doing. She's incredible and you can feel her passion already. So Diane, I'm going to share your presentation and have you jump in and really just give everybody an overview of what the wisdom study is. I know we wanted to put this in a presentation format because there's so many important details we want people to understand and know, uh, but I wanna keep the dialogue going as people have questions, don't hesitate to pop up with a question that I know Diane's willing to address them as we go. So I'm gonna yes. go ahead and share this. And Aaron, you can interrupt me whenever you want. <laughs> Thank you, Diane. I'll be here uh, popping in. Okay. I'm people uh, more thanks. People are thank you for sharing and appreciating it. So. Uh, Diane, I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay, great. Thanks, Erin. So the wisdom study, um, we, all, we say we are revolutionizing breast cancer screening and obviously to improve women's health and, and some men too. So what is the wisdom study? Well, it all starts with numbers. So we know that in um, the last year, 276, 480,000 women were diagnosed with breast cancer in the US. And as Erin said, that's one in eight women will get it sometime in their lifetime. So, um, and last year, 42,000 plus women actually died of the disease. And that's just in America. The numbers around the world are also huge. So uh, what do we know about breast cancer screening? So um, we know that the, the guidelines for when a woman should be screened vary very widely and have over the years. And they're usually based on a woman's age. And um, uh, 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 we know that last year and the year before, and just also around this confusion about the guidelines, that less women are getting screened. So we know that um, we can improve screening. Uh, we know that women are still dying. And also very importantly, we know that the disparities based on race and color, socioeconomic, where you live, whether you're rural or in a city, all these things, LGBTQ, they all impact disparities of, of screening and outcomes. 
So this just gives you, you don't have to look at all the details, but it gives you an idea of how the top experts in the country vary when it comes to what they say the guidelines should be for how often a woman should be screened, when she should start screening, what age, when she should stop. It's just all over the place and it has been for a long time. So um, today we are still screening our women like it's 1980s, but science knows so much more now. We, we, I, I can't tell you every day the scientific studies that come across my desktop on the advances and what we are learning. It is just amazing. So we now can look at uh, a woman and tell you her risk for breast cancer. Um, we have laws that now protect women from sharing their data. No one can use it, including their insurance company, against them. Um, they, there are laws both in California and around the country that protect women. And once a woman is diagnosed, we can look inside the tumor and tell exactly what kind of cancer it, she has, whether it is indolent like mine. Indolent means lazy, meaning slow growing, meaning if you find it, you can remove it and might that might just be it. And um, so we also know that there are methods of cancer risk reduction. So uh, our solution is the wisdom study. Along comes the wisdom study. So what we want to prove is that screening each woman as an individual human and not as a group with one size fits all, that that is a big solution to our problem. And we also want to integrate the, this risk assessment. Let every woman know her own risk for breast cancer with screening and then with risk reduction for that woman. We want to test this strategy and we want to identify which women are at increased risk for aggressive breast cancer. These are called interval cancers because they are found in the interval between your mammograms every year or every other year or every third year or whatever. So the most aggressive cancers are not usually the ones found on a mammogram because they grow fast and you find them by uh, your partner finding them in lovemaking. You bump up against a wall and you feel it. You check your body in the shower and you feel it. So those are the ones that we uh, know are the worst. So, so Diane, Dan, yeah. I was just going to comment. I was just so surprised when we talked of how few cases are actually detected on the mammogram. So as that can be important for some women to do it for sure. Well, yeah, we're not incredible to, yeah. to realize that, you know, that's not always the main way. And we just got a comment come came in from the wisdom study. I just flashed it up on the screen here and it kind of shows a stat. I don't know if you want to, 
I can't read that, Erin. Will you read it? Yes, I will read it. So from the wisdom study, and we have a lot of people providing comments and feedbacks now that I'm getting because from the different various systems where people are live and online. But we had something come through from the wisdom study, which I'm sharing here. And it just says women's age 40 to 74 with no history of breast cancer can learn more and enroll online at thewisdomstudy.org safe, easily, and can be done mostly online from the comfort of your home. I will share, Diane, that I did this recently and I can talk about it, but it was a really easy, good experience for me. And basically I signed up to be randomly assigned and I know you'll tell everybody all about that, but I just wanna encourage those who are listening either live right now or listening into the video follow-up, please, help the, the wisdom study get to their 100,000 person goal of getting that many people in the study. It's over the course of five years. It's really easy to sign up and they're doing all the work on the back end. But not only can you help figure out your risk factors, which is a personal win for you, the work that they're doing with the wisdom study will help prevention, right? In the long run for your family members, for that one in eight women who will have breast cancer to hopefully find things earlier and uh, be when it's very treatable. So I was just shocked, Diane, by how what we're doing might not be enough and how there's all kinds of different ways that through your study, we can detect what's going to be the right course of action for women. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And it's, it's not only that it's not enough, sometimes it's too much and I'll get into that. So basically um, women can join regardless of whether they have insurance, regardless of where they get care, anywhere in the U S you can join and you get to decide if you want to be randomized, which means put into the one group or the other, or, whether you want to pick your group. So let me explain that. So WISDOM stands for Women Informed to Screen Depending on Measures of Risk. Any woman who gets mammograms or is willing and and of the age to get a mammogram between 40 and 74 and has never had breast cancer can join this study. That's who can join. So you can go to the website now that Erin just gave you. Um, wisdomstudy.org and start checking it out. Um, Now, you can choose your study arm, uh, but that does not uh, allow us to learn as much um, and and to be um, as robust a study as if you allow the study to pick your arm. And the reason for that is it gets rid of all scientific bias. For instance, your sister had breast cancer. So you want to be put in the personalized arm so you can get genetics done. Well, that's not a random selection. You had a reason to do that. Now, we're not saying that you can't join that part of the study, that group, right? We're just saying all things being equal, if you're okay with it, we would like to pick your group. So the two groups are the personalized arm, which means you get genetics, you fill out an annual health questionnaire, We, meaning the study, not me, accesses your mammogram report with your permission. 
And um, uh, so as far as the genetic testing goes, again, it's from home. We mail you a spit kit, spit into the test tube, put it back in the postage paid envelope, send it back in, we do the rest. Now, the other group is the annual arm. So most women in the US are still getting screened annually. And I will tell you that America is the only developed nation of the world that screens their women annually. And it's not because we're rich and it's not because we know better. It's because we're doing it the old school way. And there are negatives to doing it in that way. All of Europe does every two years, Great Britain every three years, Switzerland, the healthcare capital of the world, they leave it up to the woman if she wants to be screened. So I am uh, just saying we need changes in breast cancer screening. Okay, so um, what will we learn uh, about uh, personalized screening? Well, our question in the study is, is it safe? Is it just as good um, as annual screening at avoiding the high-risk cancers? And will it reduce all the biopsies that were unneeded and the false positive callbacks that women hate when they get a mammogram? Then we will know from this study, will it reduce, can we reduce risk in women? Will it encourage women to take up some of these risk reduction methods we're going to talk about? And that's mostly for high-risk women. And third, is this type of, of, of screening, this personalized type, is it acceptable to women? Do they like it? Will they do it? And because as soon as the study results are available to us, we want to be able to roll this out to America if the results are what we hope they are. So, um, and then value. Can we put the uh, emphasis, the money, the screening on the high risk women who have a higher uh, propensity for breast cancer than wasting it on women, giving women mammograms who will never get breast cancer and who are subject to false positives and excessive surgery invasive treatments and biopsies. It's incredible. Okay. It's incredible work, Diane. I just want to remind everybody we are live. Uh, so if you have a question for Diane, you can ask it in the chat. Uh, mostly, Diane, we're getting lots of likes and loves and people are really interested and in sharing the word here. Uh, but I'll let you keep on uh, rolling. You're doing great. Uh, no questions right now in the chat box. Thank you. Okay. So in the personalized arm, uh, what we learn about a risk factor we know of is breast density. Uh, many, many women in this country have dense breasts. And what that means is when they go in for their mammogram, it's very difficult to see the cancer because there's a lot of white there with the density. 
and it's hard to detect. We also know there is a biological risk factor to having dense breasts. It has something to do with the structure of the breast. So that's, and you can't tell, oh, I have dense breasts, my, dent, my breasts are harder. No, it's only detectable on a mammogram and you will get that back on your mammogram report. So you will know. Then, then in the personalized arm, there's the health questionnaire. As I mentioned, there's the genetic screening in the spit test. And um, then what we do is uh, in the personalized arm, we will send you a screening recommendation based on all the information you have given us back, okay? Some women are gonna get screened twice a year once with a mammogram, once with an MRI, because an MRI can see through dense breasts, okay? Um, uh, uh, or we, we, we may say, hey, you are low, low risk for breast cancer, and we don't need you to get another mammogram until you're 50. Um, so there are many categories of risk, right? So this study's algorithm or formula using all the latest science and all the latest tools places you in one of those buckets. Okay. So if you are at high risk, the wisdom study sets you up one-on-one -on -one with a breast health specialist who's often a genetic counselor and also allows you to use the Breast Health Decisions Tool, which is an incredible online tool that will teach you so much about your individual risk for breast cancer. Okay, so I'm gonna really go quickly over this. Uh, we can share these slides. This just tells you the different types of genetic um, uh, 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 aspects of breast cancer. And um, what we screen for, the wisdom study is unique in that we don't just uh, screen for the high propensity genes that cause breast cancer, which we know what a lot of them are now. We also use something called SNPs, S-N-P-S, that's an acronym. I won't even bother telling you what it stands for. But if you have a lot of those um, AB, you know, gene pieces on your genetic profile, if you have a lot that have been kind of mutated, they could all add up to adding to your breast cancer risk. So you can see that we're really fine tuning this kind of uh, risk evaluation. Okay, so um, here are the tests. This is all hot off the press. Uh, as of today, these are the genetic testing results of women in the personalized arm on the wisdom study. So um, 20,000 and plus women have received the genetic testing. About 2.5%, that very small percent, have a mutation that will give them propensity for breast cancer. And about 67% of the mutation carriers of that 2.5% I just mentioned do not have a first-degree family member with cancer. 
that's mother, sister, father, uh, uh, grandmother, daughter. Okay. So there you go. So genetics makes a difference. Okay, I already explained this polygenic risk score, which is where you take the risks that we know of, those SNPs, right? Those, uh, here it is, single nuclear polymorphisms. That's what SNPs is. And, um, and this is the secret sauce of the wisdom study. That's all you have to know for now. All right, so um, uh, we use 300 SNPs and um, we, you can see here that, um, that uh, SNPs are different for different ethnic groups and um, women with high risk scores uh, are in a higher risk bin on the wisdom study and some of that risk may be due to the SNPs. It may be just due to the genetics. It may just be due to your family history. It may be a highly likely a combination of factors, breast density being one. Okay. So uh, I just want to point out here that we, in all studies, there is a low representation of women of color and people of color in clinical trials. So we have to do everything we can to recruit those women, to build trust with those women, to invite those women and assure them that if they join the study, they will, their ethnic group, their race, their community of other women will benefit because if you're not in the study, then the study can't tell you anything. Right. So here we are, 45,000 women have joined Wisdom. Over 65,000 have registered. We've got people in every state of the union. 17,000 women have learned their genetic risk. A thousand women have learned that they're at elevated risk. And 200 women have learned that they had breast cancer and high, highly likely they learned it early. Right. Which is incredible. Yes. So here's so, the nitty gritty. So, so this is really timely that this slide came up next, Diane, because I'm getting questions. I'm getting messages on my uh, LinkedIn, my Facebook and getting text messages. People are saying, how can I help? and participate in this because it, it's obviously you're really passionate and the work that's being done is incredible. And so I think you're going to tell us how to do this and uh, yes. how to sign up. I personally had an experience, which I'll share when you kind of get through want... the details, uh, but yes. I found it very easy to do. So please walk us through how do people participate? Okay. So it's basically an online study because the whole idea of wisdom is a big tent huge community of women helping themselves and each other. So uh, you enroll on wisdomstudy.org or thewisdomstudy.org. Either one works. You can do it on your smartphone, your computer, your tablet. It doesn't matter. There's no cost to participate. You don't have to be insured. And we follow you for 
a minimum of five years with the surveys, the annual surveys. So the first step is for you to enroll and then you can sign, uh, you sign a very complete consent form that tells you everything you want to know. The, the website has videos that explain everything, okay? So for the visual learners, you don't have to read a lot. Um, okay, so you, the, the, you finish your questionnaires. Then the study reaches out to you to, and gets your mammogram report. Uh, either your latest one, or if you've never had one, but you're 40 years old, you can have one and we'll get that for you. Um, uh, uh, and then the next step is we send you back your screening recommendation. That way, if you're in the annual arm, it will be every year, just probably like what you're doing now. If you're in the personalized arm, as I said, there are different buckets based on your risk, but you will get that in your own private HIPAA uh, safety portal on the Wisdom website. And um, then you get screened next year. And then next year, we remind you by sending you your annual survey. That's all there is to it. You don't change where you get your mammograms. You don't change your doctor, your PCP, general practitioner, your gynecologist. You change nothing. That's yeah. easy. And I would just share a little bit of, of my experience, Dan. So I, I did it. So first of all, like I said, I meet passionate, amazing people and Breast cancer, of course, has touched my life. I didn't personally have it, but it certainly touched my life in a very real and closely connected way. And I didn't really know how to do anything about it to help. And this is like a really easy way to participate and make a difference. So, uh, and I'm a very busy person, as are most of the people who watch the show, your entrepreneurs, your business owners, your agents and brokers and clients of mine and with families and so forth. So you're, you're watching out there. And I thought, oh, gosh. You know, I'm going to do it because I wanted to make sure that it was as easy as Diane was perpetuating, right, to do it, to participate. And it really was simple. So I'm a pictures person. I don't like to read every minutiae detail. I just want someone to tell me the story, which I had. I knew I wanted to do it. I logged in online. It was not difficult to get through. I answered basically some demographic questions about myself. They did ask about my insurance. It wasn't required. They asked about my health history and the health history of close family members, that type of thing. Um, it felt kind of like when you go to see a new doctor and they kind of ask some of those questions. That was kind of my experience. For the demographic portion, they say, oh, you need about 10 minutes. For the health history, they say about 20 minutes. I was done in less than 15 minutes. I'm quick, you know, kind of thing. But it didn't take me long. I found it non-invasive. You do need to know where you had your last mammogram, assuming that you do have mammograms. So I was able to look that up in my calendar to see where I go. And I put that in there so that they have that information. I gave them permission to request those results so they could have that as part of the study. Uh, I personally chose to be randomly assigned as much as I was curious to get the genetic testing. I wanted to make sure that I was giving the most value to the study. So from my perspective, I just wanted them as me as an example to be one of those people that they randomly assign. So they get the very most possible data. 
Um, because like I said, um, one in eight women um, are going to get breast cancer in their lifetime. Um, one of those women is someone very, very close to me. She actually found uh, her breast cancer in between mammograms, found it herself and, um, you know, said, oh, something's going on. I want to check this out. And it uh, turned out to be early detection of breast cancer, very treatable. She's doing wonderfully. Of course, it was super scary. And I just, I want to be a part of something giving back. And that's why I did it. It was easy for me to do and to think I can make a difference. It doesn't cost me a dime and it's pretty simple. I think we all have 10 or 15 minutes that we could contribute to this. Um, I know Diane and the wisdom study wouldn't push you to do it, but I'm in it or no obligation not to. Uh, so I think you should do it and um, be a part of the solution. And, um, you know, I'm feeling very passionate about myself and, and what we can do. So Diane, I just wanted to share because um, I did it and I'm as busy as anybody out there. I'm a, a mom, a full-time entrepreneur, you know, doing shows, running around and I could do it. So I just want to encourage everybody out there to, to do it as well. Thank you so much, Erin. That was such a valuable uh, uh, explanation of what the process is like. I've never heard such a succinct and wonderful explanation. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, nobody's ever described me as succinct before, Diane, but I definitely <laughs> feel passionate about it. <laughs> great, great. So uh, I also will add that we would really appreciate if you sign up soon. And the reason is that the study has been going on for a while, uh, which is good for you all, because it means the sooner we'll get the results, right? Um, but uh, so the enrollment stage of the study ends at the end of 2022. So we're asking people to sign up as soon as possible be, so that all those beginning steps that Aaron just described um, of uh, getting the mammogram report and all that can happen before November. Um, and so they, they do, it does take a little time. So if this weekend, today, anytime after, you know, this uh, podcast, you can go to wisdomstudy.org and start the process. It lets you start if you don't have time to do the whole thing, but put a tickler on your calendar to go back on the weekend or whenever you do have time to finish the process. And if you've had breast cancer and can't join the study, there are a lot of other things you can do. So um, you can, and they're listed here on this slide, engage your community uh, about breast cancer screening, encourage them to take, uh, to, to join the study. Um, we have a communications toolkit that is so thorough on the website that you just download there are tweets, there are all kinds of posts that you can just use in social media to spread the word about the wisdom study. Again, the more women we get to sign up, the more robust the information and the results of the answers to our questions, which means the faster we can roll it out to the general population. And, um, and then uh, you can subscribe to our newsletter. You can invite any of us or others, me, uh, to speak to your organizations about wisdom. And please, please follow us on social media. Um, that really counts for a lot these days. 
It sure does, Anne. And I have people popping up. I just thought I would share one comment. I'm from Genevieve. I'm definitely signing up today. We all know someone who's been affected by breast cancer. Thank you for all your hard work, Diane. Um, and I just want to encourage, because a lot of my audience out here too, Diane, uh, are agents and brokers like me. And we are heading into open enrollment. It begins, uh, we start marketing and talking to our clients October 1st. And we start selling new plans and looking at different options October 15th through December 7th, which is our selling mm -hmm. period. But during this time, literally the agents and brokers out there that are listening either in the replay or listening live, we are talking to all of our clients. And a lot of that is done via email. I just wanted to share a best practice that I'm planning to do. So I always send all of my clients a copy of their new summary of benefits for the next year, even if they're not doing a plan change. And I'm guessing a lot of you do as well. And I have the opportunity to change my signature on those emails that I send out. And I just want you to know that what I'm planning to do, because I feel so passionate about this, is I'm going to put information about the wisdom study on my signature to say, you can click on this link to learn more about it and to potentially sign up. So imagine if you all do it with 500 clients and we multiply that, maybe we can help get Diane and the wisdom study team onto those numbers. So I really wanna make sure that I'm encouraging all of you, tell your network, this is important work. This affects all of us because everybody is a woman or knows a woman, right? You know what I mean? One or the other, you're gonna probably be one of those things and it's gonna be affecting someone in your life. Yes, so good. So thank you so much, Erin, for that. And of course, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So um, you will not seem like a freak talking about breast cancer. <laughs> it's very appropriate. Um, so um, there you will see the uh, URL to go to to sign up. And um, I think now, Erin, if anybody has any specific questions, I also want to mention because trust and transparency is very important to the study. Um, and I want you to know that some of the world's best breast cancer experts are running this study. Laura Esserman is the chief uh, MD, surgeon, radiologist, uh, um, and uh, a doctor uh, who is heading the trial. And the all of the University of California um, medical centers were the core of how this trial started before it went nationwide. And we have involved University of Chicago, University of Alabama, I mean, uh, all over the country, top, top um, uh, medical centers uh, are involved in this study. And we are learning so much, but we can't do it without you. Yeah, that's incredible, Diane. And when I look at this, a big fat join, thewisdomstudy.org, uh, not .com. I tried that. That got me to the wrong place. So .org, make sure you do it. And I haven't done this, but I'm planning to like the wisdom study on all of these sites and share with my audience. If everybody did just that, that would be a big deal. Anything you can do to spread the word. Uh, please, please help and support this cause. It's just such important work. Uh, Diane, what parting words would you leave for everybody here today? Well, okay, I, I, I think that uh, something 
that I'd love to come back and talk about another time, which is lifestyle medicine. So what that means is up to 50% of breast cancers are preventable. Now, you, let me repeat that. F up to 50% are, can be controlled with diet, exercise, not smoking, greatly re reducing your alcohol consumption, and many other things. So um, we need in this country to focus more on risk reduction and prevention uh, for all diseases. And we are fighting right now a losing battle because of the conglomerates. But I have taken matters into my own hands when it comes to this. And I'd love to share that story. Wonderful. And I'm just getting all kinds of feedback, prevention, yes. And uh, Lanny, who is somebody that I work with, I'm a client and volunteer uh, for uh, Cancer Support Sonoma. And she's planning to recommend that they put it in their newsletter and spread the word. So plenty of you out there, just like Lanny, you have contacts, you're doing good work in this space already. Spread the word, anything we can do. Uh, to add to and prevent. Um, and we will definitely have you back, Diane. You've been an amazing guest. You're an incredible woman, uh, you know, CEO of your own business that you launched. You're a very passionate advocate. You're a wonderful speaker. And your story is beyond incredible. Four-time cancer survivor. Everybody can feel your passion and understand why you do what you do. And we're just so glad to have you on. Last minute plug here, thewisdomstudy.org. You saw it here. If you have additional questions, I'll certainly pass them on to Diane. If it's not something that I can share, I want to thank the Wisdom Study. And Diane, I want to thank you so much for coming on. You are welcome back anytime. Thank uh, you. You are incredible. I'm, I'm have an honored, amazing day. <laughs> I'm honored to represent this brilliant group of scientists and researchers. Incredible. Thank you, Diane. Thank you so much. And thank Thanks, you to the Wisdom so Study. Much. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to This is 65. Please subscribe to the Blackpoint Insurance YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow me, Erin Ackenheil, on LinkedIn and Facebook. See you next time.